From the dawn of time, man has collected and shared stories. Many of those stories are inspirational. Some are haunting. And many of them are downright kooky. Welcome to Kooky Tales, a show where Rob and Susan discuss stories ranging from the supernatural to the downright bizarre and everything in between. Whether you prefer the dance macabre or doing the funky chicken, join us as we decide if these tales are spooky, full of dookie, or just downright kooky, here on Kooky Tales. So, uh, before we start, I have a list of uh, things that I want to see on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, how much you believe in these things. Okay. Um... Uh, number one, Bigfoot. Uh, six. Out of ten, you think? Okay. I think that there are animals that we don't know about yet, for sure. Okay. Um, UFOs, flying saucers, like outer space, not uh-huh. not government ones. But... Oh, not government ones. Uh, I think I'm getting closer to an eight. <laughs> I eight. get to sound like I'm crazy. Okay. Dodge neons. Yes, ten. Oh yeah, we owned a Dodge Neon. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> it's like a heat, like on a um, uh, lie detector. Oh, you got to ask the base question, uh, so you can gauge. When uh, do we drink? <laughs> um, you know what? We could do that now. Let's All just. Right. What did What did we have? Um, Something that I thought it was going to be chocolate, and it turned out to be clear, and it smells like mouthwash. It's this is um, peppermint uh, Christmas vodka. Are we so, sipping or shooting? I don't know. Something you can sip. Is this, a, is this a normal part of the show, do you think? Or uh, it... It's a normal part of life now. <laughs> Ready? Oh, I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, my God. And next time I pick the drink. Okay, hold on. Snow him, go to bed. <laughs> All right. Dodge neons are real, baby. <laughs> Only two numbers higher than flying saucers. <laughs> okay. So uh, what are we doing here? This is the first episode of a new show that we are launching called Kooky Tales. Now, uh, my wife has many nicknames for me. Well, some I could repeat, some I could not repeat. But um, uh, one of the things that she has done me is the collector of collections. I collect a lot of different things. I've collected... Um, Arcade games, video games, um, books, books, cups, ice cream cups, Star Wars figures, Scooby Doo vans, popcorn machines, CVDs, CDs, DVDs, movies, VHS tapes that don't belong to you. Uh, they belong to me now. Notebooks, <laughs> socks, underwear. It just goes All right. All right. on and on. <laughs> One of the things I've collected. Uh, is stories. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I loved reading uh, crazy stories. This is a book that I, I grew up with in my bedroom. This is uh, Strange Stories, Amazing Facts. This was a, uh, a Reader's Digest book that uh, was put out in uh, 1976, and it is 600 pages of uh, all kinds of crazy stories, ghost stories and and um, Bigfoot stories and, and um, you know, weird stories from history. And I, I read this when I was a little, little kid. 
and I got addicted to this. I mean, this book right here was my gateway to all those time life books, uh, the mysteries of the unexplained. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, a whole shelf uh, in my in my office with those kind of books that led me to uh, Fate Magazine. That led me to Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like it all kind of started with this book, and I have collected uh, mentally so many of these stories. Uh, throughout my life, and I just thought this would be a fun idea for a show where I would share one of those stories with you each week and uh, get your reaction right. on those shows. I'm right now I'm having a reaction to that peppermint schnapps. <laughs> now that you know I believe in Bigfoot and UFOs, everyone I'm going to be like, oh, it's real. <laughs> the Dodge Neons. Okay, so uh, for those of you that don't know who we are, I'm Rob. This is my wife, Susan. Uh, we both have uh, social media presences. We both do a lot of things, but our crowds don't really overlap. No, <laughs> that much. And so, um, you know, we didn't really <clears throat> discuss what order. But I thought. Um, so this is what I thought uh, that uh, I would let you introduce yourself. Oh, okay. But I also want to introduce you. Okay. So, like thirty seconds, like you could. I don't know what order, and then we'll do the same for me, but I don't know what order you want to do. Okay. I actually made notes about myself because I didn't know if I would remember myself. (laughs) So I am a... You didn't know if you would remember (laughs) yourself. I proclaim proclaim myself to be the queen of contagious laughter, and I think everybody in the family will agree once I get started, it is uncontrollable. My daughter has the laugh. My dad had the laugh. Um, you'll see, hopefully you get to see if the stories that Rob tells are funny, but so that's one of the things that I really like about myself. Um, I'm retired from the government and I do social media pretty much every single day. Um, my post reach right now is about getting close to 700,000 followers, um, on different social media platforms and stuff like that. I've written six books under my real name and several books under a pen name. And Rob doesn't even know about all of them. Like my greatest... Like story. erotic fiction? What do you... <laughs> How to make French toast. <laughs> I uh, Anyway, it's a long story. Anyway, so I do all of this social media stuff all the time. Um, but I also have a whole bunch of Instagram channels. Like I have some hidden ones um, where I've captured different things happening in my car when Rob's writing funny commercials and he doesn't know it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I have an Instagram channel for the cats. And I also have, obviously, Instagram channels channels for whenever I'm posting in front of statues, because who doesn't, you know? Um, so anyway, um, I also probably have the world's worst adult artistic talent. I live and die by stick figures. I'm really into stick figures. I never advance past stick figuring. Um, also, I really have no idea what this podcast is about. We've done a lot of funny things together, though, so I'm here for it. So, there you go. That, that's how you would introduce yourself to somebody. For this podcast. Not for my business consulting. All right. Well, this would be my introduction for you. All I right. Would say, um, I would say, this is my wife, Susan. She was born and raised, and other than a short period of time when we lived in Washington, uh, has lived here in Oklahoma. Uh, she's older than me. Bye. <laughs> Six months. Two months. Two months. Months. <laughs> uh, I would say that um, if I had to describe you, I would say you are an unstoppable force. That everything that you uh, have chosen to do, you do full on. You have been 
not just a um, uh, mother to our children, but a Girl Scout leader, uh, volunteer for many different projects, volunteers for the schools, for the community. Um, everything that you do, you do 110%. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that you are an inspiration to them. Uh, and both of us at different times have been asked, where do we get the energy to do all of our <clears throat> our projects? So, um, uh, yep, retired from the federal government and now is in the process of launching her own shoe company, her own uh, consulting company. And, uh, of course, we'll put all those links, you know, at the end of the show. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I would say you've been retired for, what, six? A year. A year. Yeah. A year now. And is busier now than you were uh, when you worked full-time for the government. Yeah, I wrote seven of the eight books last year. So, yeah, for sure. And a uh, well, big fan of peppermint schnapps. Uh, yeah, nothing about my art skills, I see. Art skills are going to come up uh, and play in just a moment. <laughs> Here on the show, I've got some got a little surprise for you planned. Um, okay, so are you going to introduce me? Yes, or I introduce me? No, I'll introduce you first. Okay, so uh, this is Rob, he's the actual host of the podcast. By day, he is a government computer dude still and is also a master of words, like a really, really skilled writer. So, in your free time, Rob weaves tales that will have you laughing, crying, and everything in between. Um, Rob is ridiculously smart. He was one of those kids that could read when he was like two or three years old and they didn't know what to do with him in school. Um, he's a collector of pretty much everything, both physical and digital, including Commodore games from back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. He's an Irish boy with an Irish attitude, a video editing wizard turning footage into cinematic magic faster than you can say lights, camera, action. Rob has been blogging since... Cinematic magic. Ooh, I know. (laughs) Rob's been blogging since blogging wasn't cool and back again, (laughs) and podcasting since it was done with two cans and a string. He's the only person who beat me out of the class of 91 class clown vote, and I'm still pretty pissed off about that. But he keeps me entertained with his homemade commercials and fun ideas for shows. So 30 years later, here we are in our backyard booth, doing this podcast for you for a kick. Huh. I was voted the best sense of humor class of 19. It's because I hadn't come out of my shell yet. <clears throat> That's true. That's true. I brought you out. I dragged you out. Right. Okay, so introduce yourself. Uh, I would say my name is uh, Rob O'Hara. A lot of people know me online from... I have been online since being online was a thing. I was online uh, since uh, before online was really a thing. I, I got my start with computers in the uh, very the dawn of home computers, like TRS-80 computers. Um, my, my computer that I associate myself most with is uh, the Commodore 64. I've written a book about the Commodore 64. I've written a book about arcade games. Uh, I am um, I'm a writer. I'm a blogger. I'm a podcaster. I'm a YouTuber. Uh, those are all things that I do outside of work. Um, I uh, went back to college a couple of years ago and got a, uh, a master's degree in professional writing. And uh, I've really put that to use by making dumb commercial jingles in the car and... <laughs> And podcasts such as Kooky Tales. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's about me in a nutshell. Born and raised here. We met in high school. Uh, we got married four years after high school. Mm-hmm. And this year will be, next year will be our 30th anniversary. We've yeah. been through 
many, many adventures together. We have been to all 50 states together. Mm-hmm. We have been on cruises, road trips, uh, and the adventure just keeps getting better every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's cool. Okay, so uh, so again, the idea for the podcast is that I'm going to come up with a kooky story. Okay. Uh, these could be stories, these could be supernatural. I mean, we uh, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, some ghosts that appeared one time in the ocean. Uh, but we could be talking about Bigfoot, we could be talking about UFOs, we could be talking about true crime, we could be talking about spontaneous combustion. There's no telling. Just... It will be kooky. It will be some kooky story. Uh, I will may have some uh, trivia questions for you along the way. Oh, no. I may have some different things like that, but it's going to be uh, a fun, uh, entertaining time for me. Uh, second of all, hopefully for you. Probably last of all for her. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's kind of the uh, uh, the way things are going to roll now. One of the things that you can see, like, I'm not really a, a wizard when it comes to, um, you know, graphics and setting up things. I put the, I put the show title up there at the top. We've got uh, this, this uh, graphic over here blocking this box that our microphones are on. Uh, and I did my best to, to kind of set up. There's a, um, uh, a 50% chance that something electronically will fail during this show and probably a 90% chance that it will never work again. Uh, and I wanted to have some sort of you know, all these these streams and, and YouTube videos and stuff have cool graphics. Like, they're doing their their story, um, and, and they have graphics that pop up, like, about what they're oh. talking about and stuff like that. But I, not in the budget. Oh. Our a Patreon budget right now is zero, and also we don't have one. Um, oh, okay. Right. And we don't even have buy me a coffee. We have buy me a peppermint schnapp shot. <laughs> so, uh, in lieu of that, what I have set up here uh, is this dry erase board. So, uh, as you can see this here, uh, <laughs> I don't know why would I show a dry erase board. You know what a dry erase board is. Uh, so, here's a dry erase board. For uh, me? Yes. Uh-huh. And a dry erase, brand new dry erase board. You want to make, might want to make sure that works. I'm not, uh, I just bought that. <clears throat> That's weird. We are now $6.95 in the hole uh, on the, uh, <laughs> the current budget. Um, so, uh, as we go through today's kooky tale, uh, you will be drawing your own illustration as uh, to to what's going on in the kooky tale, and then every now and then we will stop. You're not. What are you already drawing? I'm I'm illustrating. I haven't started the illust- I haven't started the story yet. Uh, you're going to do uh, illustrations, uh, and then every now and then we will check them throughout the show. So you can do multiple ones if you want. Like we'll do one, and then you might stop me and say, oh. "I've got something," or I might stop and say, "How's it going over there?" or something like that. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the uh, the drawing. Big fan of the of the uh, uh, drawing. So, okay, we're going to get started with uh, the first episode and the first kooky tale. But to do this, we've got to uh, we got to go back to the 1800s a little bit. And now this story actually takes place in the 1900s. So I've got one of you. It's you. Show him again. <laughs> it looks just like him. Except the hat's see-through. Oh, my. 
<laughs> the whiteboard is a bad idea. Right off the bat. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so in the mid-1800s, there was a new invention called the camera. Okay. Uh, the first practical camera was invented in 1939. Uh, and then shortly after that, it, it was magic. It was magic to people. People didn't understand the camera. They were like, oh, how did my image appear on this camera? That's how people talk to the That's how I am now. Right. <laughs> Still to this day. Like, magnets, how do they work? So, they, <laughs> so one of the things that people took advantage of very early on was ghost photography. So people would uh -huh. say, I want this picture. The old, like a negative that you think of as a negative, they used glass for negatives. And so what people would do is they would do double exposure. So mm -hmm. people would literally go to like a, uh, an old timey uh, photo studio and they would say, uh, it's sad, but they would say like, I had a, a, a stillborn child oh, and I want a, a picture made you know and so they would go and they would take a picture on this glass plate like of a newborn child and then have the people come in and take a photo of them and then when they did the exposure or whatever they would have the image of the baby on there and so they would be like oh it's a ghost it's a ghost baby okay like, like this <laughs> hold on <laughs> Why did I start this white one? Okay, let's see. Okay, so see, there's the stop. It's good. There's the camera and the photographer, right? And there's the dead baby. But then there is the family and their dead baby, and, that, and that's a picture right there. Is that good? <laughs> Why did we start with the whiteboard? You tell me that because this we can't afford a, you know. You want a close-up of that again? Yeah, let's do it. It's good. Don't you think? Dead baby? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you wanted? That you're hoping for? In what world would that be what I was hoping for? <laughs> okay. Ghost photography. Here we are. Right. So, so this 1800s something. 1800s, right. Mm. Um, so... Um, but cameras were not like, you didn't just go buy a camera, right? This is like the guy with the pole, like, a poof, like yeah, that thing, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, ten types. Right, but... They, what? Ten types, you know. No, just one. <laughs> like ten types, T-I-N. Oh, I don't know what that is. That was none of my notes. Oh. Okay, but uh, things really took a turn. Uh, in 1888, this is when Kodak introduced the first camera. Okay. 1880s. So you could now go to a store <clears throat> and buy a Kodak camera in 1888. How much in 1888 do you think that cost? Like four shillings. In the United <laughs> <laughs> Not for pirates. <laughs> I, seriously, like just a couple of bucks because there's inflation, reverse inflation. It cost $25. Wow. For a camera. $25 in 1888 would get you the following. You ready? All right. Uh, one cook stove. Okay. And the same price. Oh, I see. Okay. You could get a cook stove. Uh, for $25, you could get three muzzle-loading rifles. Wow. So that would be your option. Three rifles. Okay. Or, uh, a camera. Okay. Okay. Uh, five acres of land. Jeez. <laughs> so, five acres of land, uh, or, or a camera. 
25 lanterns. <laughs> I don't know why you would need 25. Unless you're having a podcast. In the what ACAs. if you're a collector of lanterns? Yeah, you can't have lanterns. I'm sorry. Or um, you could have... Uh, wow. Uh, what about this? 416 pounds of lard. Yeah, no, I'm here for that. Okay. How many guns? Uh, three muzzle loaders. Three muzzle loading rifles. Uh, with the inflation adjuster, uh-huh. $25.1888 is $807 today. Which is less than an iPhone. So it's not that bad, right? Well, it is free, right? Well, no, you make payments on it, but you know. So three muzzle loading guns yeah. is the same as the thing. Right, so here we go. Here's the prices right tag. <laughs> One stove or three guns. Wait, where's the lard? Uh, how do you, how many pounds of lard? Four hundred and sixteen pounds of lard. I don't even know what lard looks like, but let's just say it looks like this. <laughs> Let me show you. Lard. <laughs> All right, there you go. The price is right. Price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> There's three muzzle loading guns. A vat of lard or stove for $25. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Am I getting this taken away? <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so $800, which is not, I mean. Not chump change, but I mean, think about today, like an iPhone. I think it would be a very, very expensive thing. Like you would go, do I want that or do I want five acres? Food, or do I want food? Yeah, five acres. Right. Things were out of whack there. <clears throat> Things okay. were out of whack. So. Um, it also turns out that the 1880s are a pretty dangerous time to live. Uh, there were a lot of deaths, uh, in the 1880s, which is going to bring us into, uh, today's story. Okay. Hence the dead baby. <laughs> <laughs> the principal causes of death. Now this is an actual, uh, <laughs> what is it with the dead baby? Well, you started it. Anyway, it's a ghost, baby. Mm. Okay. The principal cause of death was? Um, well, so this is an actual government report. Uh, this is the official, uh, the name of this report, this is a government report. It's called the Principal Causes of Death in the United States Registration Area, 1920 Census. Uh, this is the Bureau's Summary of Mortality Statistics. This is a government report that they put out. That would say how many people died and what did they die of every year. Now, this is 1920. Right. Our story takes place in 1925. So okay. this would be from that era. Can I guess? No. Oh. Because, I mean, I'll give you stuff to guess here, but oh, I mean, okay. what are you going to guess? Snake bite. No. Oh. Um, first of all, there are 34 states at this point in time. Okay. There are only 34 states. Yep. The population of those 34 states is 87 million people. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, how many of those, that year, out of 87 million people, how many people do you think died that year? Uh, let's see, uh, 48,000. 1.1 million. Whoa. Right, so not a good time to live. That's no. like one, one out of 87. <laughs> that's not, that's yeah, not good that's odds. Yeah, that's not good at all. Right. Um, you want me to tell you, you want to guess how many people, or you want me to just tell you some things? Just tell me some things, I guess. Uh, 120,000 people that year died of pneumonia. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a real, that's a, I don't know, you can't draw pneumonia, I don't think. Um, 
99,000 people died of tuberculosis. I see it's all lung things. 9,000 died from automobile accidents. So just put this in perspective. You were 10 times more likely to die from tuberculosis than a car accident. Right. It was a rough era. Right. Uh, 2,000 people died. uh, These are tied. 2,000 people died from accidental shootings and 2,000 people died from uh, miners, like miners. Not children, but people that worked at mines. Oh, like they were mining accidents. Coal mine people. Yes. Yeah. So here's what it looks like when you die of pneumonia and tuberculosis. Well, I have another thing I want you to draw. I have another statistic for you. Look at the lungs, see? (laughs) (laughs) You ain't a ladybug. No, it's lungs. That's like inflamed lungs. Mm, Okay, well, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm doing good. 47,000 people died from diarrhea. (laughs) Oh, man, I've had days like that. Don't draw that one. (laughs) Don't draw that one. 10,000 people died from whooping cough. Mm. Uh, 9,000 people died from hernias. The same amount of people that died from automobile accidents died from hernias. Yeah, so if you've got a lump, you need to Don't draw that one also. Well... You need to get that checked out. Uh, 6,000 people died from homicides. Mm. And 8,000 people died of syphilis. Yep. I see you're drawing that one. Good times were had in the 1800s and 1900s. So uh, uh, just in case you all don't know, here's what a hernia looks like. (laughs) Basically that. Let me put arms in there so you can see. If you have that, go to the doctor. (laughs) It's a hernia. I actually, I think I'm really capturing what you're trying to tell me. Also, uh, in 1920, uh-huh. Nebraska was added as a state. Okay. So those numbers for diarrhea might be off. <laughs> no, that's really true, because they are the diarrhea capital of the world. Everybody knows it. Uh, so anyway, let's get into uh, this kooky this tale. This kooky tale takes place on an oil tanker. Okay. Called the SS Watertown. She what? She jumps in, jumps in to draw the hernia and the lard. Not so much the point of the show, which would be this tanker, the USS Watertown. Um, the USS Watertown uh, was a, a, a oil tanker that was owned by the company that is today Sitco. Oh, so it, it's the same company. Um, and, uh, there were two guys that were working on this oil tanker named James Courtney and Michael Meehan, and they suffocated to death while working on this oil tanker. It's terrible. Uh, they were working in something called a coffer dam. Do you know what a coffer dam is? No. I had no idea. Uh, what a coffer dam is, is let's say a cruise ship, uh, like a modern cruise ship. Mm-hmm. It goes over a reef and tears a hole in the bottom of of the ship. Okay. H- how do you fix that? <clears throat> I guess you have to do it from the inside out or weld it's, it. You can. Yeah. There's water. Yeah. You're right? dead. So what they do is they literally come in and they build a fence around the ship. And oh. they hammer the fence into the, the ocean bottom. Hmm. Okay? So it's a watertight seal around the ship. And then they pump out the water. Well, that's clever. So now you got a fence around the ship, and, and they brace it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happened was these guys were, they also had those inside, like a small one, where they're working on the ship. Mm-hmm. And these guys went into this cofferdam and were working, 
and somehow there was a gas leak. Oh. And so the gas leak got into this area, which is has to be, you know, waterproof and everything, and, and they died. Okay? okay? They were apparently welding and doing some repairs to the ship. Oh, that's pretty um, terrible, don't you think? It's a bad way to go. In fact, there was a, uh, a third... Uh, sailor on the ship who went in to try to retrieve them, like to drag them out, and he passed out. But they were able to get that guy out before he died. But um, uh, his name not important to the story. <laughs> he was not named uh, in the story. And so um, uh, they did what you did in 1925. What is the coffer dam? And the two dead guys floating in the coffer dam, and then the guy that lived is on the on the deck. You know, there you go. I mean, I don't, I've never seen a coffer dam, but I mean, that is what I imagined it would look. It looks like. like they're just in like an above ground pool at this point. Kinda. Yeah. Well, these guys were not in an above ground pool, because what you did in 1925, if you were just out working on a ship and two guys died, you uh, buried them at sea. Buried them at sea, yeah. Which you would call littering. I would, yeah. I mean, if I were, if we were on a cruise ship and I tried to throw something over, what'd you say? What the hell are you doing? Right. They threw over <laughs> bodies. They buried these two guys at sea. So yeah, they yeah, came yeah. back, um, two guys lighter, and uh, they were like, well, these guys died at sea and we, and we buried them at sea, okay? Okay. That's not the only thing they said when they came back. They said that in the... Waves and the uh, what do you call it? Like on the 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 current? No, the foam like that the ship makes. The the wake. Yeah, the wake. That they could see the faces of the dead guys, oh. like ghostly faces. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't have a picture I can throw. I'll throw a picture up on in the edit so you can see um, what it looks like. But uh, it, this is not like. Spooky, spectral, something like you. They, you can recognize the guys. It's their faces. I mean, did they not bury them with a weight or something? It's not their real face. They're not bobbers. <laughs> it's their ghost faces. Yeah, but check this out. So this is burial at sea, right? Yeah, I suppose. See, they're dumping them off the back of the boat. I thought they the put them like in a lead coffin so the coffin would go down. I don't know. In this case, they weren't prepared and they just dumped them. I mean, they could put them in an oil barrel. It's an oil tanker. Yeah, they don't carry around barrels. <clears throat> oil tankers them. don't have oil barrels? No, it's like a big tanker thing. Okay, so they saw their faces in the water. They were following them. They Ooh. were like, they're going and they go, they are following the ship. Okay. All right. And so they got back, and so they came back, and they were like, you know, where's James? <laughs> They're like, well, we dumped him in the ocean, but hmm. they they followed us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, we're not sure we believe this. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So the captain bought one of those cameras. Oh. And they went back, and as they were going out, they took pictures of the ocean, okay, mm -hmm. of the wake. And I believe it said they took six photos. And in five of the six photos, you can't see anything. I mean, it's just water. And, and by the way, you've never seen those five of those six photos, right? Those, like, they got those developed and threw them away. It didn't matter. Hmm. But in the sixth photo, 
you can very plainly see the faces of these two guys. 100%. And this was so new that they didn't know that you could, like, double expose. Um, this is what they saw when they took the picture, by the way. Um, Let's so, get to your face. Are you going to hold it over here? This oh. is uh, the guy under the water, and he's like, ooh. <laughs> I think it's good. Now, I mean, you get the point. No. Look, ooh, haunted orbs. Is it smelly? No, but it's just, it's like, this is the picture that they saw here. Like, let me put a frame on it for you so you can get more perspective. Yeah, but look at his head. It's like, his... That's his hair floating in the water. That's smelly. I don't know if stink coming off him. Well, it probably is, but... Like pig pin. <laughs> no, he's like, ooh. All right. Is that what the picture looks like, by the way? Exactly. It's exactly I, I thought you might have seen the photo based on that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, now, here's the thing about this photo. They ran the photo. It, the photo ran in newspapers in 1935. This is 10 years after mm -hmm. the thing. Mm -hmm. um, but no one has seen that version of the photo. Okay? Now you got to fast forward. All right? Okay. You got to fast forward... To 1960s. Uh, in the 1960s, there's a magazine called Fate Magazine. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I am not. Fate Magazine is a small tabloid-style paper. It looks like um, a Reader's Digest. And literally, this was kind of like the predecessor, in a way... To the National Enquirer. Okay. Like, it would have stories like, I was abducted by aliens. I was, I mean, nothing in Fate Magazine. It was all great reading, but on the truth spectrum. Tabloid. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Fate Magazine, in the 60s, ran a story about the SS Watertown, and they published a picture. The picture, it is of the photo that appeared in the newspaper but it's zoomed in and cropped in. It's very small, and all you can see are the guys' faces. Okay? Mm -hmm. And there are big white arrows pointing to the guys' faces. And they're always together when they take the pictures? I mean, they only showed up in one picture. Isn't that suspect? No, because this is dead ghost guys in the ocean. What would be suspect about that? I mean, now they're bound together forever because they both got pushed into the water at the same time. <clears throat> you know, know, I don't know what the, the rules are as far as ghost spectrals that drown together. I don't. Maybe they are linked together. It's like zoomed in really tight on. Right. Like this dude's missing an ear. Like maybe everybody from the Titanic <laughs> is still partying together. No. They're all. Or they go their own way. Yeah. So, so they're like this. They're like. I mean, that is. That's uh, like that, right? If you had a big arrow going to each one, that is pretty close to what the photo looks like. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's just do two arrows then. I'm gonna show off that Picasso. I mean, oh, really? Right? I mean, they're under the water. No, they're under the water, and um, there's arrows, and they're like, ugh, you know. You know, I did at one point consider bringing colored markers and I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah. 
I mean, there'd be water coloring in. Oh, be... man. Think of the blues. It'd be great. So, <clears throat> so Fate Magazine posted or ran a photo. It's the zoomed-in photo. It has the arrows. Everyone that ever talks about this case, they're not talking about the original photo. They're talking about the photo that ran in Fate Magazine. Okay. Okay. So that's the thing, is that nobody has seen the original photo. Everybody has seen the zoomed-in close version of the photo that was run in Fate Literally, it could have been like a grouper face or something from the water. It's not a grouper. It's. I mean, if you saw it, like if it was someone you knew, you would be like, that's Uncle Larry. It's not like a... Like foam, like you know how, what is that called where, uh, you know, the the, um, the condition where people think that they see faces and, and like I do, like you go, oh, that, that traffic light looks like a face or the, you like know what I mean? schizophrenia or something? No. Oh. It's a, you know, it's a scientific thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I wouldn't understand it. No, I just can't think of the name, but there's a, a condition where people see like, you know, you see like a, a wall outlet and it looks like a face. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay. Like the egg. Yes, exactly. Hello. Right. <laughs> so, um, I'm about ready for another shot. This is ridiculous. Um, so it's not like that. It's not like if you saw the, the ocean foam, the wake, and you were like, is that a guy? Is it not a guy? It's a, it's a face. Like if you saw it, you would be like, I, I could recognize that dude. I could pick that guy out of a lineup. It's real. Were there witnesses that saw this besides yes. this one? All the sailors said it was following them the whole time. That's why they got the camera. Well, I think that their bodies probably got hooked on some kind of a rope. And they were literally just dragging the dudes across the ocean. It was was literally their face. And they were like, talking. Okay, I made that part up. That'd be a good twist to the story. No, it's literally like they're just like, it's ghost faces. It's weird. Okay. 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 All right. Here... We, we've kind of already done this. You've kind of already said this. But I, I put a pause in the show right here in my notes. Oh. To get your, your feedback so far. What do you think about the story? No way. It's true. No way. Okay. Just to recap. There is a oil tanker. Every soldier or not soldier, every uh, sailor on this ship saw the ghost faces. Yeah, they're awful. Like the crap. captain... Saw the ghost faces. People didn't believe them. He went and bought, instead of 416 pounds of lard, he went and bought a Kodak camera. They took it back out in the waves. He took a picture of two ghost faces that looked like the two dudes, James and, and whatever his name was, and then sent it, and it was published in a newspaper, and then it was published in Fate Magazine in a form where you could literally see the two guys' faces. Yeah, no way in hell that's happened. They drew on the negative... They had scurvy. They wanted to get famous. <laughs> they were sick of being on the oil tanker. They were all like, hey, guys, let's get together and let's make this story up. And we're sworn to secrecy. And then everybody gets off the oil tanker. We get rich from the tabloid. No way that's real. I mean, there is a good incentive to get off the oil tanker saying that the last their two buddies just suffocated on it. Yes. So, I mean, I could I could see that. Yeah, it's I'm, I'll believe in UFOs, but not that. <clears throat> I, I, that story is in this book. Great. And I grew up thinking that if you died at sea, there's a possibility that your ghost face might be falling around whatever boat you died. I mean, this haunted me. Right. Look over your shoulder. 
a luck dragon. It's a ghost face. That's not a ghost face. Uh, it's a Did you bury somebody in the movie room? I'm about to. <laughs> so, so you're not into this. No, it's not true. There's no way. All right. So enter Blake Smith. Hmm. Blake Smith is a paranormal researcher, but he's not a kooky guy. He's a factual guy. He's, I don't want to say he's a debunker. I don't want to say he's, he's like, I would say he's impartial. He's a researcher. So right? he's not Amazing Randy either. He's just. Right. I would say Amazing Randy is a guy that says, I don't believe uh, in psychic powers and I'm going to do everything to disprove that. Right. right. But also Amazing Randy also said, if you can come in and prove it, that's all good. But we know yeah. that he didn't believe uh, in that, which is, uh, I know he's dead. So where's that drawing? But right there. <laughs> Randy's been reincarnated into Falcor the Love Dragon. Okay. So this guy, uh, this Blake guy, he's not really partial. He just wants to get to the bottom of these stories, right? Okay. So uh, he starts doing all this research. So the first research he does is he starts digging through microfish and he finds the newspaper from 1935 with the photo. Okay. Okay. Not only... Now, here's the problem. A, a, a newspaper, the, the photography, the level, um, what's the word? Like the... Um, Quality? Yeah, well, that might be a word. Uh, resolution, whatever, of the photograph, is it's going to be blurry. It's not going to be good, right? Mm-hmm. That photo, blown up, is hanging in an office at Sitco right now. It's hanging in a meeting room. What? Yes. Okay? <clears throat> so, he went to Sitco... To go see the original picture. Okay. Right? Okay. Because here's the thing. It's hard to see what's going on in that, in the one that appeared in Fate magazine because it's so small, right? Does that make sense? I mean, it's yeah. so cropped. Yeah. You can't see where it is. You can't no see context. It. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so he, um, he goes to sit, go and sees this photo and there are two things that he notices. Okay. The first is that the original context and the way that it's presented in Fate magazine is that you are looking over like the edge of the ship and looking down into the ocean and seeing ghost faces. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But when he sees this one, the original, that's not what it looks like. Hmm. It's a ship and there's like a tidal wave, like they're in a storm and there's a tidal wave like coming up to hit the side of the ship. And their faces are in that. Okay? But here's the thing that he that is unique. There's two two problems with this. The first, hmm. I don't even know which is the bigger problem. The first problem is that the faces don't look like the faces in the picture in the Fate magazine. Oh, boy. Which means the photo that appeared in Fate magazine is not a a copy of the original. It's not a blow-up of the original. It's a different picture. Yep. The second problem is that when you look at the scale, because of the size of this wave, these guys' faces would have been about 12 foot tall. Right. It's just their faces, though. It's not everything. It's just their faces. But here's the thing. In all the historical documents about this story, all the time the, sol- the uh, I keep saying soldiers, but the, uh, the, uh, uh, the sailors 
none of them were like, hey, we saw ghost faces, and by the way, they were 12 foot tall. Like, that is a, a fact you would probably mention. I mean, this may be, if you're thinking about it from scale, their faces are probably a little bit bigger than 12 foot, but you get the point. And that's exactly right. That is exactly right. Uh, also, check. <laughs> when you look at it, yeah, there's like the ship, and then there's all this stuff like ropes and whatever. And I mean, it probably didn't have sails, but whatever is on a ship, right? Like yeah. ropes and stuff. Their faces are in between some of those things, right? Mm. And so in the original photo, mm-hmm. it does kind of look like a coincidence. It does look like maybe it's just part of the ocean and you go, it kind of looks like a face. It's a jellyfish or something. Yeah. It, just foam. Right? Just, yeah. just stuff, right? Yeah. But then you got to jump up to the the picture that was in Fate Magazine, right? Yep. <clears throat> the picture that was in Fate Magazine has very clearly identifiable faces. Like when you see that, oh. they are their faces, right? But what's always been odd about that picture is that the arrows that are pointing to the faces are like the size of the faces. They're huge. It's not like somebody drew a line and said, hey, by the way, in this picture, you wouldn't need an arrow to see the faces. It's like putting an arrow on this and saying, here's our faces. Like, you can see where our faces are, right? Mm -hmm. In that picture, you can see faces, right? But if you look kind of towards the bottom, you can kind of see an outline where maybe these were cut out. And stuck to the picture. And the arrows are covering up the doctor work. I see. So the arrows, that's why that picture had such large cutout arrows. Mm. Is because it was covering the fact that that version of the photo was doctored. Yeah. So, uh, basically... Uh, this guy, um, uh, Blake Smith, I mean, he pretty much debunked it. So, Sitgo, uh, it is a true story. These guys did die on this tanker. They did suffocate. They were buried at sea. The sailors did say they saw them. The captain got a camera. He did take the photo. The only disconnect is that the photo that we all know today is not actually the photo it's like that he took bad journalism or something where someone was like i'm gonna tell this story and then i'm just gonna you know make up a picture like this what is that it's more accurate depiction of what was in the paper it's the pillsbury doughboy no you said that they had more detail than their faces so i gave their gingerbread men they have hats (laughs) why would ghosts have hats because it's more detail you wouldn't have a hat. You don't think they're buried at sea with hats? It's more. Look, they have mustaches too. See? Give me the marker. I'm not giving you the marker. This is my job now. This is what I do. <laughs> I used to be a government manager and now I do this. <laughs> <clears throat> Come so far. I know, right? So, um, uh, I, I don't know the name of the guy who wrote the actual article in Fate magazine. Yeah. Um, but he, I did look up his byline, and it said what he is most famous for is faking UFO pictures. Yeah. And that is his credentials. Like, that's his byline. Yeah. So, um, 
the story of the SS Watertown is, by all accounts, true. They said that they saw ghost faces. They said that they saw these, uh, they took the picture, and that picture is hanging in Sitgo. However, that picture shows something that kind of looks like a face and kind of looks like maybe it's just part of the ocean. Like seaweed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one in Fate magazine looks a lot like faces because he cut out faces and stuck them on yeah, I, the picture. I mean, I think, I mean, I do think the story is true. <clears throat> I think the dude probably faked him for a good story. And I think that the people on the ship, you know, you're, you've been stuck out there forever. Hell, I get that way on a three week, three day cruise, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I see faces. If someone happened to one of us on a cruise, would you want to be buried at sea? No, I'm going to be buried in Lake Hefner. I'm going to be sprinkled in Lake Hefner. Well, what are they going to do? Direct, like, take you all the way back on the cruise and then... Yep. yep. And what am I supposed to do? Just go to the buffet and be like, now i got to get my own refills. Pretty much. It's going to be tough. <laughs> no, I don't want to be buried at sea. You want to be buried at sea at Mr. Sancho's. Yeah, Mr. Sancho's. Right. Shout out to Mr. Sanchez. It's going to be our first sponsor <laughs> on the show. We're going to get Mr. Sanchez on there. So that's the story. Of, that is my kooky tale. That is the story of the SS Watertown, uh, the ghost faces. If you'd like to work on a final uh, piece of, uh, what are you doing there? Let's see. Because it's not myth busters. <laughs> There's no way that's true. It's 100%. I mean, it's, I just told you it's true. Okay. They think it's true. They saw something in the water, but yes. it was seaweed or jellyfish or the start of the plastic island. Ghosts. No, it's not the plastic island. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope you've enjoyed my art. That was. It was wonderful. It was a good, good. addition. Um, do you have. Um, before before we, we wind up, uh, why don't you take 30 seconds and tell people, what are you doing? Give me that. <laughs> tell people what? Where they can find you online. Oh, dear Lord. For real. Uh, so my largest social media presence is legslikemine.com, where I do all kinds of advocacy for women who have a condition that I have called lipedema. And I'm all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of them, right? YouTube. I've got a really great YouTube channel on Amazon. You can find me under Susan O'Hara. All of my books are listed there except for the secret ones. And you just have to find them on your own. If you want to learn how to make French toast, you got to find it yourself. <laughs> but legslikemine.com is my big one. Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, you can find me at robohara.com. Um, gosh, I should have planned this better. All my podcasts, I have a lot of different podcasts that are mostly geeky, uh, computery type podcasts. Uh, but all of the podcasts, including this one, can be found at podcast.robohara.com. Uh, I have been, I've spent the week setting up all the stuff for this show. So you can find the show on YouTube under Kooky Tales Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Kooky Tales Podcast. And we have an email at kookytalespodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to send in uh, feedback on this first episode, if you want to send in ideas for topics you would like uh, us to cover, if there's tales. I mean, I got a lot of tales. I got hundreds of, of tales. I've got lots of art inside me that needs to come out. 
Uh, if you need me to draw you a picture, you just let Rob know. <laughs> uh, Do not email me. <laughs> so yeah, no if you want to. Uh, oh, and we. I still have the. I have uh, another podcast called You Don't Know Flat, which is Y D K F, and we have a voice mailbox. So if you want to call uh, anytime, twenty four hours, it just goes to a voicemail. It's limited to three minute message. But if you want to leave a message, you can call area code four zero five four eighty six. YDKF and leave a message. So Instagram, YouTube, the phone number, the email address. If you want to give us uh, feedback, that would be great. So, I, no art tips. I am not trainable. I'm just telling you now, don't even try. Yeah. I literally have, I've tried, I have books from when I was a child. I collected uh, art drawing books. Yeah. I am <laughs> amazing at paperwork. How to draw a Woody Woodpecker. It didn't. No. It didn't go. If you need me to do paperwork, I'm down. Good at the paperwork, yep. not good at the artwork. So, yeah. first episode, that was your first spooky <laughs> tale. Thanks for watching, and uh, we will be every Monday be a new episode uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, look for Kooky Tales Podcast and on YouTube. Thanks. Bye. Okay, what uh, what topics would you like to see covered in in future episodes? Um. No more ghost faces. I would like some spontaneous combustion. That sounds interesting. I mean, that might be arranged for the more drawings like that. Aww. <laughs> flammable marker. Oh, that probably is flammable. And then, what about twins? Stuff about twins? Like, Coincidences? What kind of twin stuff? Uh, you know, like twin double speak. That's oh. interesting. Stuff like that. or Yeah, I'll have to think about it. Like string, anything kooky. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be supernatural. It could be...